I'm Ronnie. I'm Justin. I'm Jared. And you're listening to Big, Big Girl, Girl Money. Money. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Beep, boop, boop, bop, bop. <laughs> That's the oh I think you just ruined it. Usually I host this podcast with my mentor, Wendy, but she is recovering from her last surgery of breast cancer. So I asked two of my friends who are podcast experts, Justin and Jared, to help me out. Loose on the expert. <laughs> Happy to be here, though. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That's all I can say. They have their own podcast called Hot Tub Talks, which is recorded in a hot tub. Yep. The only podcast in the world to be recorded in a hot tub, as far as I know. Facts. Science will prove that. <laughs> but... <laughs> We have data, yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Now we're excited to be here. Should we do like a little spiel about just kind of what what that is before we hop in? Cause yeah, I, give us the details on hot tub. Talks. And then I want to throw it back to you as well. Okay. Is that all right? Yes. You want to kick it off for me? Or? Kick it off. Okay. This is going to be really open ended though. Yeah. But kick it off. Well, we decided to do you a huge favor by not preparing anything. <laughs> yeah. So we are a blank slate, which is great. So we're going to be very transparent. Communication is going to be on par and we're going to have a good time. Authenticity factor high. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. Form us like clay. Yes. We can, we'll make whatever you need us to be. That's I love it. Yeah. I love it. So we, we were excited when you asked us to join because we do also have a, a, a podcast. It's called Hot Tub Talks, like you said. It's essentially just cheap entertainment, you know, <laughs> very cheap, cheap, cheap very entertainment cheap. from a hot tub. It's very simple. Um, not a whole lot of direction, I'll be honest. It's what you would imagine from two very average individuals speaking together in a hot tub. And there have been no electrocution issues, incidences at all. That is incorrect. There have been. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, uh, but everybody came out on top. Yeah. Well, we had a, it was originally me and somebody else. They unfortunately. Yeah. See you later. <laughs> I stepped up to the plate. Now. He's been doing a great job. The ball has been rolling, as they say. Oh my God! So yeah. uh, I always it, got kicked off real quick. Uh, yeah, fell off a wall. Kind of paused production. Yeah, right. so, I know. So when are you going to start making episodes again? This was hoping to be the Your catalyst. Your teeth look great. Thank you. By the way, thank you. I can tell you guys haven't had a podcast in a while because you walked in straight up so excited yeah. like yeah. your excitement level was high. It's a it's a hobby of ours. So I'm they, drooling on my shirt. Yeah, they even right have. Now. Matching uh, headbands, which per usual, I didn't think we'd be sweating a lot, but always oh, be prepared. Good I see. Call. <laughs> Wasn't even thinking of sweat. <laughs> I, like I guess it. you sweat a lot in the hot tub, or is are they are those, general? Are those purely aesthetic. No, there it, it's performance based as okay. well. Yeah, there's performance mm-hmm. values in this, but it, okay. It, it's, it's also just like a placebo effect. Yeah, you know, if if you put the headband on. Your, your mentality is you're grinding, you're about to sweat, you're about to lay down a fire get, get track. Get ready for the game, you know? as okay, they say. Okay, wow, man. Well, but I, Wendy I and do... I were going to get t-shirts, but now I'm, thinking, <laughs> Dude, now I'm thinking sweatbands. I looked into getting headbands, yeah. and uh, they're kind of expensive, but if you do like group orders, it's less expensive. So if you want in on that, hit me up. Let you know? Yeah. Okay. Per usual. And I'm serious. Per usual. <laughs> bulk, bulk order is, is more yeah. efficient. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Costco. Can can I throw it back at you? Can sure. you can you do a synopsis of, of what Big Girl Money is? Because we've been a fan from afar for a while, but <laughs> I just want to kind of hear it 
from your words. Okay. <laughs> Big Girl Money started when, well, first I met Wendy before I got my first job. And I was thinking about teaching math. And then I was at, did you guys have Terry Diamond? Yes, you twice. Had Terry, you had Terry Diamond twice? Third, first grade and fourth grade. You lucky son of a bitch. So what's up? All right. So she is Parker's and Justin's third grade teacher. Wow. Fourth grade? Fourth grade, I think. Okay. I could be wrong. Shout out to Terry yeah, Diamond. Yeah, yeah. She listens. So. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, say hi. Hey. Hey, Terry. <laughs> hey, Miss Diamond. Hi. <laughs> so I was meeting with her to see if I wanted to teach math, and Wendy happened to walk in, and Terry was like, you have to talk to Wendy. I think she could convince you to give the industry a chance. So I met Wendy. Wendy like walked me through everything I needed to do to get my first job, which was a total shit show, as you guys both know, because you saw me during that time. And Wendy helped me through that, helped me through the next job, and has been my mentor the whole time. And I thought, I have to share your mentorship with as many people as possible, because you've changed my life. Beautiful. Thus, Big Girl Money was born. If you were to summarize that in like three i hate this question so i i hate that i'm even asking it but okay. like a th- a one liner you know a quick she couple did words it. no well i'm just saying like big girl money me- dude mentorship for i would uh, you say know? become the beyonce of your workplace <laughs> wasn't that sexy that is sexy <laughs> wow ooh Ooh. I want to be Beyonce. <laughs> you are Beyonce. You are, dude. Jared. Kind, you are. I'm kind of feeling like it right yeah. now. Beyonce. You guys are too nice. Hold on. Make I, me got, feel good. I got one more question. So, what does Wendy do now? Wendy wrote a book. So, she sells the book. And then she also does like gender inclusivity consulting for companies. So, they'll wow. have her come in to do like presentations and trainings and stuff. So she's like deep in the gender inclusivity, diversity world. Diversity, equity, and, and inclusion. That's right, Jared. Amen. <laughs> yep. Just Amen, nodded. sister. Just I can tell you meant it, though. Yeah, I saw no, it in I'm your down. eyes. You're yeah. into it. If there was a video, everyone would see. Well, I want to start the podcast with some questions for you guys. Please. Quick questions with Justin and Jared. Quick questions with the Average Jays, segment one. Quick question. <laughs> okay so first thing what is your favorite thing about working with women I, oh. me first me first him him i love that oh because I, I i have an answer already thought diversification oh whoa whoa right tell me what you mean it's actually that. pretty simple because if you have a squad of people that are all like you let's just be blunt if i'm with a bunch of dudes okay same kind of mentality for the most part you don't really have anyone to sh- shake things up, get different perspectives on things. What a better way to switch things up than to have someone of the opposite gender. Bring some Am ladies right? in there. Um, and you will be pleased to know that we're close to 50-50 as far as guys versus girls for all types of roles. At your company? Mm-hmm. Wow, that is amazing. Yeah. For some, every like department. Mm-hmm. Wow. So I'm more on the sales side of what I do and still around 50-50. Some of the, some of the best individuals in our company. Our, and a lot of our leadership as well. That's amazing. It's great. We could do better uh, as far as like racial diversity. I'll be completely honest. We are, you know, from from Indianapolis is kind of our HQ. Oh. Not that that's an excuse, but it's more of a Midwest thing. We could be doing a little bit better on that front. But yeah, that, yeah that's my beautiful. Answer. He killed that. I know. Good luck, Justin. Uh, Good luck. What's up, bro? <laughs> I agree with what he said a thousand percent. I like the perspective angle where I work. I'm in landscape design and there's not, I work with like one woman. Oh my God. So it's kind of different, but 
I feel like it does kind of keep a group of dudes in check, you know? Yeah. Is like, she your boss? No. But she's like, we're the same thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But she's still, yeah, she keeps everyone in check. Yeah. No, yeah, like, I could totally see when, that. When she wasn't there, the dudes I worked with would get a little rowdy. Mm. So. I like it. It kind of helps keep things a little more professional. Beautiful answers. It, it's kind of like, you don't want to go to a party of all dudes. Well, for a lot of reasons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like, you also, it calms, it calms pe- some people down. Yeah. Yeah. What You're it, so does right. It bring to st- well, does it bring testosterone down or up? Ooh. What? So like. I don't understand the question. Like. I do, if, unfortunately. So, <laughs> so say, say there's like a group of guys. Okay. And then there's girls. Okay. Does that make them their testosterone rise, which makes them act a little crazier? He, he's asking because he's concerned about his T levels. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> You're but, saying if you have a group of guys and a group of girls walk it's into the room, do their testosterone levels spike or go down? Yeah, spike. this is such a biological, spike. scientific I, question. I got so no I clue for you. Spike. Jared's Re- spike. Release of testosterone, release of endorphins, Yeah. release of epinephrine. That's what I'm thinking. Oh, and yeah. those are all things you need for great ideas. Amen. What? Well, let's. Yes. That was a killer way to end that one because I took us down a crazy road. Okay. Next question. That's, that's what we're here for, by the way. You, you both grew up with career moms. Your mom was a contractor for a while, Jared. Right. Independent in business. Too. Independent. Best in the business. Okay. So how did that impact your view of working women? Um, at the time, it didn't. I didn't really realize. But looking back, it was freaking awesome. And it all started. She, our neighbor. No, no, it all started with her painting like the interior of like a, a couple rooms at our place. And then our next door neighbor was like, oh man, I'm so busy. Can you like do that for me? And then next, the neighbor down the road was like, oh wait, me too. And then someone's like, well actually, can you like install this? And then can you do drywall, blah, blah, blah. And then, oh my God. Yeah, and then it, like literally three years later, she finished our entire basement by herself. Oh my God. And is like now remodeling entire homes. She does real she, estate. She does a lot. She so. did our college house too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She, she'll do an she's entire a, kitchen. She's a in, monster. In like two she weeks. She sounds like a she's monster. A beast. That's yeah. freaking awesome. It's so amazing. it was, oh, what was the question? Sorry. <laughs> How did it impact your view of working women? <laughs> okay. Yeah. So yeah, but you're saying at the time, at, you at didn't time think about it. You were just a little nugget. No, I was just like, yeah, my yeah. mom, my mom fixes things and makes things. That's so normal. did you not even think that it was kind of a stereotype that women like couldn't do home improvement as well as men? I mean, as a young individual, I just, I probably just am so too, Dude, too dumb. I, feel like, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like because like both our moms worked and stuff, that was just normal. Yeah. So I didn't really know any other perspective. Right, right. So it wasn't like, oh, this is crazy or like, this isn't normal. It was just kind of the everyday thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, it was kind of the norm. But looking back. Dude, your mom. I think it's really cool. Well, it is so cool. You know, and then I think there's also a certain part that some people forget is like you can have like the, the privilege of you know doing your own thing too. Because some, I feel like some some women probably don't have that. Like they feel like they need to be taking care of the kids and stuff, and they can't find the thing that they're passionate about and do this and do that. Like feel kind of guilt tripped, so they feel like they have to stay home a little bit. Yeah, or or for whatever reason, I'm just saying there's a small sliver of that too. I I feel like people kind of. Maybe, maybe forget about that. I don't know. Did that make any sense? Kind of. I get you. <laughs> There's barriers to entry. What are, half, what are we talking halfway about? Through, halfway through that, I was like, what the fuck am I talking about? <laughs> no, I get what you're saying. You're saying your mom did her own thing and started her own business pretty much. Yeah. But yeah. some women don't feel like they ha- can do that because they or, feel pressures to contribute more at home. Yeah, thank you. Even I, though those pressures it. don't thank have you. to be there. 
Thank so much. This is why we have a female yeah. here. Yeah. This is great. I know. Thought diversification. I, I know what you're trying to say. I'm just doing a little, little tweak, a little yeah. translation. That's little, why we need you. Tweak it a little. Ironically, I'm not good at English, but <laughs> yeah. we do a podcast. That's right, yeah. I can't even read. Like, I, we have notes. Ronnie was nice enough. Too scared to look up. <laughs> to write some notes. I like, yeah. don't know how to read that. No, I'm good. I'm good. Okay, well, next on those notes is what is the best piece of career advice you've ever gotten? Oh. Oh, no, no, no. He he said, ooh. It's not like career advice, but uh, one thing before I was getting my first job, my dad kept saying it's not a life sentence. So, like, Mm. if you don't like it, you can always go do something else kind of thing and keep trying to find something you like. Like, takes the pressure off. Yeah. It's not and a, your first job doesn't have to be a dream it's job. It's not a life sentence. Oh. It's just, you know. That is good advice. Yeah, I liked it. So right. I used that. Judge Butler. Mine was uh mine was you can't fake genuine. Mm. So that could be applied in a couple of different ways. For me, it's um again, I'm I'm more kind of in like the sales world, so I, I meet people, talk to people. A lot, a lot of it's, you know, some somewhat salesy, right? And you're selling a, a product or a service. All right. But yeah, you just you can't fake genuine. So people are gonna see right through you if you're full of BS, right? But then also to your like internal colleagues, like you have to be kind and caring because people are gonna gravitate towards that, and you can't fake that either. So you gotta respect those around you, and there's there's an aspect to just kind of be be who you are. You can't be someone else because at at some point p- people are gonna see through that as well. You guys are really impressing me. Oh, that's <laughs> those are right. two amazing pieces of advice. Yeah, we'll What's toss yours? it back. Oh, geez. I wasn't prepared. Mine's actually pretty similar to yours, Justin. Yeah. It's like if you feel like you have analysis paralysis, like you don't know what your next move should be, just make a move. Anoparal, you know? (laughs) Oh, my God. Analysis paralysis. Yeah. So just just like you just make a move. Just do something. Yeah. And it might lead to the next thing. That saying it's not a life sentence reminds me kind of of a joke my dad was trying to tell me where something to do with golden handcuffs because it's like you're kind of locked to this job that's paying you a lot of money but you don't really like it so it's like golden handcuffs i don't really remember that but like where that ends but i just know that that's something so i'm not at a point in my career where i have golden golden handcuffs handcuffs. yeah i volunteer (laughs) yeah so it's all good it's all good i understand the handcuffs part (laughs) yeah oh my Okay, well, that was great, you guys. Thanks. So now we'll play music, and then we'll do a listener email. Love it. So hit me with some music. Music? (laughs) What is that? Is that an original? uh, That's an original. Okay, you ready for our listener email? Let's do this. Oh, I love this. This segment is usually usually called Ask Wendy. Wendy's not here, so it's going to be Ask the Average Jays and Ronnie. Mm-hmm. And we'll just do our best. And maybe we'll have Wendy send you an email, too, just to cover all of our bases. Yeah. Amen. <laughs> and maybe Wendy could tell us if we did okay, representing her. All right, ready? Ready. Dear Wendy, I recently started a new job at a new company and am having a really hard time making friends. My last company was so social and everyone hung out outside of work, but here it seems like nobody wants to talk to me. I'm a social butterfly and I can't work somewhere without having some friends. What can I do? Question mark, question mark, best Natalie. Hmm. So she works somewhere and they don't like to hang out with people, but she's used to hanging out with people. Yeah, like it sounds like her first job, she had a bunch of friends, they did happy hour, whatever. Now she's at her new job, no friends. 
Okay. My advice, and <laughs> I never give advice, and it's for a reason. So take this with a big <laughs> we, we, salt. Every time we give advice, it's very strongly yeah. cautioned. Yeah. With, okay. It's like take it if you feel like yeah, it. Like, take like, it if, if you this feel is like your it. last resort, <laughs> this is something you might. If be, nobody else responds, yeah, yeah. listen to this. <laughs> it's, it's like, oh then then he, here it is. I'm like D League at best. I would anchor yourself to one or two individuals, right? Try to be friends with one or two individuals. Get pretty close with them. And then from that point, kind of gather other people and be like, hey, you guys, let's do like a happy hour or let's do uh, this event. Insert thing here. Get those two along or this one person and slowly go from there. I will say it's going to be a little bit of a process, especially if the dynamic is very different from being social to a little non-social or maybe different, different culture. Maybe people are a little older than you, got yeah. other things going on, but you can always find something that other people like, but it might, might take a little bit of time. Yeah. I it might take, take un poco de tiempo. I got a, I got a question, a mm-hmm. pregunta. Um, si. <laughs> so what, it, does she even like these people? <laughs> like, that's a thing. Cause like, I mean, obviously she wants to make friends with them, uh-huh. but it's like, what if you just, I guess that's just a question of mine. She just started. Maybe she doesn't know if she likes people. Oh, yeah. So then just, you know, give it some time. Get to know some people. See who you like and then progress from there. Other piece of advice I would say is if somebody's acting like they don't want anything to do with you, just leave them alone. On to the next one. Take some time. Because you're not going to win people over. Some people are just assholes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if someone's kind of being a dick to you. That's kind of what I was asking. Like, do you even like these people? Yeah. Like, pick the ones that you like that seem like they are interested in being your friend. I also think whenever there are new people or you you are the new person, people tend to be more shy and a little more reserved because they don't want to kind of come off as psychopaths or whatever (laughs) the heck. So probably just takes a little warm-up time. Yeah. Time You can't be everybody's cup of tea. Have you guys heard that? That's another rhyme that I'm going to use sometime. Boom. Cup of tea. Yo, you ask me. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Dirt nasty. Hey, uh. All right. Hopefully that helps Natalie. If it doesn't, then we'll Natalie. get Wendy on the case. Shout out to Natalie. Shout out to Natalie. Shout out to Wendy. Okay. Next segment is called the big girl take. Oh. So usually when we do the big girl take, we have a topic and then Wendy gives her take as like the Gen X baby boomer generation. I give my take is the millennial, but we're going to do big girl take male perspective, female perspective. Love it. Nice. It's a nice little twist. Love it. I know. I knew you guys would love that. Okay. So have you heard about Goldman Sachs and the latest news with them? Be honest. Honesty time. No. (laughs) No. (laughs) Okay. So actually this story was given to me by our homie, Brian Borbley. Oh, man. I know that fellow. Mm-hmm. Great guy. He sends me articles all the time. Is that oh, not the most precious thing you've ever heard? Great guy. Yeah, he he sent us a couple on Twitter, and we uh, for hot tub talks, uh-huh. we abandoned Probably Twitter the same ones pretty quickly. Ooh, yeah, and, we uh, don't we don't have the Twitter knowledge that so we need. He, he I'm, I think that he thought we ghosted him, so he he gave up on us <laughs> pretty quickly. <laughs> I don't blame him either. Maybe now he'll figure it out. Yeah, great dude though. Okay, so. Goldman Sachs CEO David Solomon announced that they will only be taking companies public if they have at least one diverse board member with an emphasis on women. In the U.S. and Europe, they will only take companies public if they have at least one diverse board member, and in 2021, it will increase to two diverse board members. He noted that about 60 companies in the U.S. and Europe have gone public recently with all white male boards. He also pointed out that the performance of public 
offerings of U.S. companies with at least one female director has been significantly better in the last four years than those without. So, do you want to hear what people think about this? Yeah. This is what I do. I find these articles and I look them up on LinkedIn and then I read the comments for like an hour. Oh, nice. Some people are assholes, but I, some people yeah, are chill. Yeah, sounds dangerous. When you sent us the little synopsis of this, yeah. I thought we were about to roast Goldman Sachs, <laughs> but it sounds like they're better than <laughs> So I was thinking of things on how to roast him. You were doing research on, he's like at home Googling well, how well, to roast well, Goldman no, Sachs. No, you sent me the thing and I was like, oh, I got some good ones. Goldman's going to get it, but yeah. I guess. Wait, not, do you have some one-liners? we're not roasting Goldman Sachs. Well, we, we might can. be. Let me tell you what people think about <laughs> okay, this. Okay. There might be some roast potential. Okay. Okay. So some women have an issue with this because they feel like if there's a forced quota on boards that it'll impact the assumed competency of that diverse board member. Meaning like yeah. you see that well, one person and you think problem. maybe they're not there because they're actually qualified. And then they lack, people lack respect for them kind of thing. Yes, so that's, exactly. We don't want that. Other people have the concern, mostly men. I didn't see any women with this concern that people unqualified or fake board members would be appointed just to fill the quota. Even though Goldman Sachs made it a commitment to help find diverse candidates if companies are having a hard time finding somebody. Hmm. So what do you guys think? Well, I think that that is a trend that's not just at Goldman Sachs or in like the banking, right? Investment banking. Yeah, do they, yeah. Is that the industry that they're in? More yeah. in investment yeah. kind of <laughs> company. So they're, let's, let's not just point the finger at Goldman Sachs. It's a lot of different Fortune 500 companies. Yes. So I work in the healthcare industry. A lot of the health, like the largest healthcare systems are implementing the same things. Uh, if not already have, especially in the uh, like faith-based health systems. Faith-based? Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so like Catholic health systems. Gotcha. Uh, like National Jewish, et cetera. Gotcha. Uh, they actually, they're, they're slightly ahead of the, the curve. And most times they already do have like divorce. Uh, divorce. Ooh. <laughs> divorce people on there. <laughs> There goes my credibility. And, uh, <laughs> Back to too, you, Ronnie. Too many of our workforce is still married. We need some more diverse, no, 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 but they, people they do have people up there. <laughs> God damn it. Some older divorcees yeah, yeah, some people, spice things some up around we- here. Some weathered people up there. Some soldiers, man. <laughs> Make a man out of you. <laughs> <laughs> really, we've really seen it all. No, they, uh, but they, they do really well. So um, Kaiser Permanente. Mm. Facts. They're one of the more reputable and one of the largest health systems. Their past CEO, who unfortunately passed away, he was of a diverse background. Okay. Obviously he, so not she, but still diverse background. Yes. Their new CEO is as well. And then some of the CEOs of the largest health systems are also women too. But there's a point to do that across the board as well. So as far as like forcing it. I, it's, it's, I mean, it's slow. an upward change trend, is always slow, of course, but it's, it's happening. Uh-huh. Um, I guess my overall thought is like pretty positive. I don't think it's not going to be to the point where they're like forcing people like women to sit in seats at these board room meetings. There's, it's going to be someone that's qualified, that's qualified. women, obviously. Yeah. yeah. And it's just, it, it's, it's more of an incentive and a push. It's not like put someone in that chair now. Yeah. Yes. Ronnie, totally... you're up. Get in. <laughs> yeah. Put me in coach. I, That's I what think, I'd say. yeah, it's good. Hey, are you a female? Come on now. Well, <laughs> it's like the Uncle Sam. 230. But for, like, I think, we want you. I think quotas are fine if they're realistic and achievable, and having one member who's either a female 
or of a diverse background on your board is not that crazy. That's not really asking that much. Do no, you know what not. I mean? I do have a question though. Yeah. So they're just asking for they're they're starting the change with just one female, right? Yeah. It's a, so one. They're not going to take anybody public unless they have someone on the board that's either not white or a female with an emphasis on is women. there is the population of females in this industry a small like it's obviously really small i'm prepared for that question oh, nice. the percentage of women joining boards reaches a new record high in 2019 with 45 percent of new russell 3000 board seats filled by women so not 45% in general, but of the people that joined boards in 2019, 45% were women. Oh, okay. The overall percentage is really 19%. Of women in this industry. If you put all the board members mm-hmm. of the top 3,000 companies in, in a the ball U.S. Pit. in a ball pit, okay, 19% of them <laughs> yeah. would be women. And, and you swam around in <laughs> 19% of the... Introduce yourself, got to know people, so, 19% yeah. of the people would I'm be women. I'm just curious in terms of like if this is a career that women are pursuing more and more or what, but it was just... Yeah, a, well, just 45% a, in 2019, yeah. that's almost half. I'm a curious fella, so I, it was just out of curiosity. <laughs> I like it. My, I think it's a good thing overall. It has to be a good thing. It has to be. Right? And I don't think it you know what my biggest thing. problem is? Is people that kind of shit on it don't offer any other solutions. Yeah. They either don't think it's a problem, which I'm not going to be able to convince somebody that's a problem, yeah. or they just kind of come up with all these bad things that could happen, but there's no other solutions. Well, you know it, what I mean? Isn't that Why just... is it bad? Because they think that people will, if they go into a room of of a with a board in it and there's only one woman there people are going to assume she's just there because goldman sachs has this new quota okay, okay. Let, let's, yeah, yeah, yeah. well then let's not assume huh yeah because when you assume yeah. you make an ass out and of you clearly you an like, ass out of me. exactly i also like, feel like so people assume that whatever but then whoever is in that seat is kicking ass at her job yeah. and it's like well look yeah. performance says exactly. it all exactly and also if you're the only woman in any room you already kind of feel like you have to prove yourself. So if there's a quota, I mean, you already are kind of feeling that way. So I don't really think it's that big of a difference. That's how it feels? Kind of. That's how it felt my first job when I was in finance and I was the only woman. Yeah, okay. Because I work, I literally just have like one woman in my workspace. Well, once you've worked with people for a while, you know, then you don't feel that way as much. If everybody respects you and everything. It's like that, you constantly feel like that. Yeah. But sometimes... So we're all feeling good about it, right? And we're not just saying that to say that. I feel like there's nothing wrong with incentivizing a diverse steering committee or no. board, whatever, right? I got to <laughs> believe that performance is the key here. Right. And if that's what he said, too. If you're not performing, then see ya. That's, that's how right. I feel. So, I mean, that's that kind of makes it tough because what if you have a group of all dude board members and they're killing it? Is that like what happens then? That's a good point. Goldman Sachs ain't going by you. That's yeah. true. Then you ain't for Goldman Sachs. Yeah. yeah. But somebody else could take you public. You yeah. know what I mean? It's yeah. not like if you have an all male board and it's doing awesome and you don't want to make any changes, you don't have any other options. There's other companies that can take yeah. you public. No, I'm just saying, I think in things like this, it should be all about performance based results. Like if you're killing it, then obviously you're killing it. But if you're not doing so well, maybe shake things up a little bit. Yeah. And that's what David Solomon said. He said, this is because it's the right thing to do, but it's also because 
diverse boards do better. So it's just a smart business decision. There you go. So taking that to another level, if, if I was more prepared, I would have actually looked up numbers. But mm-hmm. I know this for a fact because this is part of some of the workforce transformation solutions that I personally sell as a uh, consulting entity. Okay? <laughs> Hear me out, though. No, so um, diverse teams in general, where it's a board, steering committee, low-level, entry-level, whatever it is, they outperform non-diverse teams by like a very significant amount. So why wouldn't you want to diversify your team in in any sense? And how many opportunities do you get to make a business decision where it's going to make you more money and it's the right thing to do at the same time? Yeah. That doesn't happen a lot. Yeah. Well, and so that's, that's kind of like, I'm saying (laughs) those, those are a lot of the discussions that we're having actually with like C-level leadership within healthcare here in, in, uh, in the Denver area, because we're like, yeah, like you, we can get all altruistic, about this initiative, but bottom line, if you're like a numbers and performance kind of person, then this also caters towards you. So like either way, it's 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 really a win-win for your team. And that's why this episode of the podcast is so fire. It's brought to you by Goldman Sachs. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you guys. That was a perfect big deal take. <laughs>
Sure. Yeah. Larger. The, the highest. Higher? The highest of heights the that highest. are higher than even the previous higher heights. <laughs> yep. And then the heights only get higher. Amen. So. This. Cheers to women. Has been awesome. Cheers to women. Cheers, Cheers to, to women. That's women. right. Yes. Bless up. And diversity and equity and inclusion. And Goldman Sachs, because I was about to roast them. Yeah. Wait. Do you have a couple one liners? Yeah. Hit us with I the roast. I was about to just say. Who's Goldman and why'd they name a company after his sack? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of ironic. So, because they're pushing. Yeah, they're, I was they're like, pushing. Who's this guy so special yeah. and he doesn't know what he's doing? They should change Did it you to, write that yourself? Just thought of it the second That's a you texted me. Killer so, joke. I think I think they should they should consider an entire rebrand yeah. so that they can further push this initiative oh, sorry. to Goldman's Labia. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Who's this Goldman fellow? And why is he so important? Yeah. That really rolls off the tongue. Uh-huh. Goldman's Labia. You know, I've never liked the word labia, but when you um, say it like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's a whole new twist. When you add gold in mm-hmm. front of it, it's a different Goldman's word. clitoral hood. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Oh, wow. And we're and live. And we're live. That is special. So special. I had a great time. Thank you yeah. for having you us. You guys were Honestly. so much fun. Thank Next you. time Wendy's out, you are my official Big up. Girl Money backup. This and, is great. And from both of us, we hope Wendy's recovery keeps getting better and better and better. Oh, yeah. Thanks, so, Justin. Very sweet. This is also a great opportunity for us, except for the end there, to not totally talk about potty talks you know and like some just disgusting things because that's that's more up our alley you guys really showed a mature side that's the most serious i've ever been on a podcast usually we say some outlandish things i know i listen yeah okay yeah selfish plug at hot tub talks also hit us up at hot tub talks podcast at gmail.com if y'all got any and, questions uh, for two almost borderline morons season three is happening so oh i'm so excited yeah okay wait 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 what sorry do you guys close out with anything um like anything cool anything fun i don't know should we i don't know I'm... um i got one okay. for everyone okay. okay we're gonna close out by saying the first word that comes to your mind starting with ronnie Whiskey. Flowers. Violet. Peace. Thank you so much for being with us for this episode of Big Girl Money. We are so tickled that you joined us. And remember, if you like the program and the episode, please leave us a rating because Mm -hmm. that's how other people find out about us. Mm -hmm. Share it with your friends. And like us. (laughs) That little thing where you go like. You always say like us. I'm curious what platform. What do you mean like us? Oh, you're right. Like in Facebook, (laughs) but it's on podcast, pod, beans, something, something. (laughs) Basically, if you see our picture and there's a like button next to it, do it. Go ahead and hit it. Wherever you are. And if there's like some star action, five stars, wherever you are, you know what you're doing. (laughs) And tune in next time. Yes. Thanks for listening.